to our local station, 98.9 Northwest FM. You're on Car Talk with Matty J. Joined in the studio by my good friend James. How are you on, James? Glad to be back for the fourth time. I think people... Well, I think the third, yeah. I think it's third time. I'm not too sure. It's... Oh, we've lost count of so many times, and there's so many Jameses, and I think people have gone crazy hearing James this, James that. <laughs> uh, I think I've had four different Jameses on, to yeah, be honest with you. crazy. Had, I, think... I had Bucko on last week, and I had, um, I've got like my you know, cousin James, yeah. and there's another, I, had, I think I had another James as well. So, so people at home, you're not hearing the same James, but you're hearing another James. Well, maybe it's like split personality. <laughs> it's the same person, just uh, different personality. Just different, just a different personality. I, I like the way you think, James. So thanks for coming back on again. No, I'm glad to be here. Good. I love listening and I love uh, talking crap. <laughs> <laughs> we like to talk crap on the show. What, what can I say? Crap, crap talk. It should be called. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one letter difference. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's uh, um. That, well, I'm done for tonight. I, 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 can, <laughs> That's I, can, it. I can I can just walk out. I'm, I'm done. Thanks everybody for listening. <laughs> thanks, thanks for coming. I'm, I'm, I'll be here next week. Um, so tonight on the topic, we've got a few topics we're talking about. But um, you wanted to bring up the Japanese uh, automotive industry. Yeah, last time I was on the show, we talked a lot about the uh, Australian automotive industry and the basically the death of the automotive industry in Australia. So I was just interested in talking about the Japanese automotive industry, which has been extremely successful for the last 50 years and just doesn't seem to be stopping. No, and, and that's right. Um, I mean, the Japanese really, really pioneered everyone else's technology. Mm. They, um, that's why they, they get called the, the masters of the knockoff because they, they took, they took old designs and engine designs and they, yeah. and they said, you know what, we can, how can we fix this, make this better? And then they've, it just shows they're, yeah. they're, they're the biggest, they're, to me, they're technology wise and, um, and reliability wise, just ahead of, every, ahead yeah. of the game. I mean, game. Uh, we, we were talking again before the last, I think last episode I was on, like the, just the reliable, reliability is just, Parents, you mentioned, you mentioned a Japanese brand and it's reliable and safe and people know it. Yeah. And that's you don't hear about that with some even some of the premium European cars. So yeah, it's like a whole whole nother level. And and that's right. And that's why the um that's why the Japanese especially get get such a such a good rap, but also a bad rap because they're like, oh, if they're reliable, they're not fun, or they're or they're mm. not um they're not as um you know exciting, which is which is completely that's completely not not, completely not true. But that, that's what that's the connotations that I guess come along with reliability. You think reliability, you think safe. Mm. Whereas if you think you know fun and sporty, you think of you know things that could potentially. Yeah, break. It's, I think when you think of Mustang, it's kind of like a death trap, <laughs> <laughs> going into crowds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know it's still fun, so people think of it fondly. Yeah, no, and um, and at the end of the day, um, when. If you speak to anyone about a Japanese car, they'll be like to you, okay, you know, it, it'll it'll last forever, basically. Mm, yeah, uh, my my car. Oh, we've talked about this a million <laughs> times before. I'm sure people are sick of it. My car is falling apart, but it's a Mazda, and I'm sure it's going to last another ten years. Yeah, even easy. if it's only on three wheels and you know with one door, it'll still go. The engine is for a, such a beat up car. My engine is spotless. Yeah, it's it's, it's just Mazda. Where's the quality? Really? Yeah, Mazda quality. And it's like, and you've got the 1.6 as well, in, in that, and you know, it's done what 250 odd thousand oh, k's. 
a billion Ks. Yeah. Like it's just I don't know how it even turns <laughs> turns over. Still, still turns over in the morning. Yeah. It still gets you to work. In the co- yeah, it still turns on in the cold. So I mean, that's that's a good sign. Um, yeah, well, it, that's exactly right. At the end of the day, um, you want you want uh, you want a f- good. It's so your first car. You want a good. You want good reliability. You want something that's just going to get you there, yeah. and it's going to get you home. Something I can learn, you know, practice a bit in. Doesn't matter if it's beat up. No, well, and and at the end of the day, when you're looking for a first car, like, uh, do you remember the high school and these people getting like Beamers and and Mercs? Yeah, and that? like that's oh, ridiculous. I'm just like for a first car, they're gonna like it's 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 gonna it's gonna be destroyed. Yeah, you know, it's touch wood, it doesn't happen, but like it it happens. Yeah, you know? it's a first car. It's you make mistakes. Exactly. So. Um, Whereas like the the more the more sensible option was getting like a like a Mazda or a Toyota. Exactly, something um, you can uh, yeah like become experienced and confident with. Yeah. Before um, you you know get your dream sort of uh, you know uh, supercar. Well, yeah. Well, I mean that's that's why I started. I started with a uh, with an you know old nineties laser. Yeah. Uh, and a KH one. It was it was falling apart from the from the moment I got it. I think I spent more in repairs than I did on the, on, <laughs> on the car. But like it it still went. It still kept going. I was, to keep it going, I just had to had to put a bit of money in it, but it was um it was pretty dead when I bought it. But it was the first car, you know, and, and I learned so much. I, still, I learned so much about about cars that you know doing the work on myself. Yeah. Plus it was Japanese, so the parts were you know. There you go. Yeah. Because because based and on a Mazda, you had a everywhere. Camry as well, which was bloody invincible until someone took it out. Yeah. So I, we, we I had a <laughs> I had a a V six Camry um from from ninety one, which is it was Japanese import that one. And the technology in that was fantastic. It's yeah, super reliable. Way ahead of everyone else. Like you, you remember that car? It was awesome. Yeah. It was an awesome car. Had it, had absolutely everything. Um, we we had a we had a, a Fairmont, an XF Fairmont of to almost like a couple of years older than it. And technology wise, the the Camry yeah. blew it out of the park. You yeah. know. So, um, and like for performance wise as well, the Camry was quick. If you if you remember it, it, mm-hmm. it went good. It used to scare it used to scare the Commodore and Falcon boys at the time, <laughs> which, which, which was pretty hilarious. <laughs> they'd be they'd be looking getting passed by a Camry. They're like, what the hell. Um, but you know, J- Japanese they they make they I guess the engine was small and it's only two and a half liter. Yeah. But um, it was they make small like cars, efficient. but they're you know very efficient. And I mean, people still race them, and you know the the way people talk about uh, you know Subarus and and uh, Supras and all those things like yeah. that's that's like a you know next level street racing stuff. Yeah, like they're they're not just Family cars, they're, no, they're you know, f- you know, fun, you know, fun fast cars, and, and and that's the thing. Like so, when, when people say, "Oh, well, it's," you get the badge numbers. Oh, it's not a BMW. Oh, it's not a Merc. For for that, the reason why that pisses me off more than anything else is that they don't give other car companies credit. Mm. And being a car enthusiast, you have to. Like I, I love European cars. Like I love all sorts of cars. But at the end of the day, when they say, "Oh," If it doesn't have a German-made badge, you know it's it's not good. But having said that, a lot of German-badged cars aren't even made in Germany anymore. Yeah. So whereas the Japanese cars usually, except for like you know a few made in like Thailand and that, are pretty much made in made in Japan. Yeah. And 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 they, they and they and they put quality and you know and effort into their cars. Yeah. Not and not and not just say oh look I've got a, I've got a Merc just to just to have a badge you know you know what I mean so. Um, and, and they stand the test of time. I mean, I mean, look how well my Camry held up after all those yeah. years. You know, the, the paint was good. The, that was yeah, it was an immaculate car for us. You know how old it was. Twenty five years old. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was it was a shame to see you go. Like I, I do miss that car. Everyone was sad that day. It, 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 it was a very. It was, it was like someone you know someone had, someone had left. You know, it's like it was like a death in the family. Yeah. It was you know we had the car for like fifteen years yeah. and 
And it, it, it was a sad day. It was a sad day. But, um, you know, you live and you learn and, and you move on to, to your next project, I guess. And, um, and, and I guess we, we moved on to bigger and better things. But at the end of the day, you know, it, it was, it was a great car. And people say, Oh, how can a Camry leave an impression on you? I'm like, Well, it did. You know, it was a great car. Mm. Um, not because it was a Camry and it was super reliable, but because it was actually a, a really good car. It was fun yeah. to drive. It had plenty of power. So, you know, and you wouldn't expect that out of a Japanese box, really. So, <laughs> which is kind of what it was. Um, but yeah, no, like, obviously your experience with Japanese cars being, being your Mazda, it, it just shows that, um, you know, as beat up as it can, can be, they, they still yeah. go. And, and a lot of people, a lot of people's paddock bashes are like Japanese cars. Exactly. And, you know, like I said, without the doors, you can still, you know, yeah. it still, it still goes. Yeah. It was still, it was still move. Um, and I think my mum had an old, like one of the early, like the, I think it was a second gen Corolla, like a really old one, one of those real drive ones, really cool car. And her brothers were driving, driving down a country road. And they they actually rolled it, and um, and it, it was stuffed. Yeah, it was it was just yeah. it was hammered. Anyway, they rolled it back over, it became a paddock basher, and it suffered immense pain, and it still kept going. And yeah, it, you know, it was. Yeah, well, it was, I think the same with your Camry, and the same with my mum's. Uh, Galant. Galant, that's right, yeah. Like, the only time uh, a Japanese car stops is when someone smashes into it <laughs> and writes it off. Someone takes uh, it off. Yeah, it never, it usually never dies because of its, you know, mechanics fail or electronics fail. It's because someone else <laughs> bumps into, uh, you know, smashes into it with, um, another car. Force. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, look, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, get to, we'll continue on this and, and, and our, our extra topic as well, which is um, electric cars we're going to be yep. talking about. Um, but we're going to go to our first song. Um, we're back on 98.9 Northwest FM. We're talking uh, Japanese, the Japanese automotive industry and electric cars. Send us a text on 0447779789. That's 0447779789. Tell us your thoughts. Tell us what, what you're thinking. We'll give you a shout on on, you know, on radio. Um, and, we, and we can discuss your points if you've got some good points. So, so send us a text on O double four double seven double seven nine eight nine. So James, um, the Japanese automotive industry it is booming. It has been booming since nineteen sixty six. Yep, fifty years ago. Yep, and it has not stopped, <laughs> and it doesn't seem to be showing any signs of stopping. Won't be stopping. And that's really sad when you compare it to Australia. Um, when I was looking looking up, you know, the history of the Japanese auto industry, um, I found out they're the uh, third largest auto manufacturer in the world. They were the first for a long time in the eighties and nineties. Yep. You know, fighting with America. So, um, so who they're behind? Uh, uh, China's first. China's first. Yeah. Yep. No way. And uh, uh, US is second. Yeah. And Japan's third, third, but only recently. So Japan was first up until about two thousand nine ish. Okay. And then uh, China, uh, you know, you, you know, their economy's just been smashing it lately. Killing so it, they yeah. they pushed past and. Uh, uh, Japan was second, and then the U.S. kind of like redoubled their efforts. I guess I'm assuming after the financial crisis, they've kind of picked up their picked up, their game picked up the slack. Yeah, which uh, is another interesting point. Uh, after the financial crisis, um, you know, J- Japan uh, as well as America, I'm assuming, and probably China too. Like everyone just put money into the automotive industry and made it bigger and more successful, which. I think Australia did the opposite of that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think they ignored the uh, the industry, which didn't help the economy. 
Well, yeah. Well, we we know where the we know which where the, we know where then ended up. And what did you say we were on the? On the oh yeah, yeah. That that it comes to my point is um, uh, so Japan is third. Uh, Australia is the 33rd biggest uh, auto manufacturer in the world, uh, behind Uzbekistan at 32. <laughs> so I think Australia, you know, we need to get our, our act together. You know, at least we can get, you know, past Uzbekistan as a bigger auto, <laughs> auto <laughs> industry. I don't think it's going to be happening anymore because, um, we're in production very shortly, but, um, it, it was good while it lasted. Yeah. I think it'll be remem- remembered, remembered fondly. It, it will be like you know, um, uh, was we talking about a couple. Jeez, uh, well, whenever you, whenever you last on that, like four, like four weeks a ago, couple, or so? yeah, a couple, yeah, a few weeks. Um, that um, I, I've got a, I've got a, well, we got a listener in the, in the in the, U, in the US, so big ups to Dave. Um, to Dave, um, he's basically said to us, they want our cars there. Yeah, he's, he's like he's like. There's there's big ups for like Aussie cars and he's like he's like we should we wish we had the XR6 Turbo he's he's like we get the SSs and stuff but he's like we wish we got the Ute yeah and he's like he's like they would go gangbusters there but um it didn't happen mm. and because it didn't happen that was probably one of our last chances to really really break the market and and get out there and it's it's failed us you know so at the end of the day we're going to be importing cars so it's I mean that's how the Japanese you know become so big they started exporting yep. and now they're you know just getting bigger and bigger and I think you said before um Mazda is the biggest selling car in yeah the um the Mazda 3 um was was for a while here like the biggest selling car like even even yeah. the, even the Toyota even the Toyota Hilux as well yep. we sell we sell more Hilux than pretty much anywhere I think but um the point I was trying to make is like the Mazda 3 here is like in the world per, per capita. I think they said it was. Um, we're we're their biggest we're their biggest export. Yeah, we we buy more Mazda 3s than pretty much anywhere in the world. So, mm. um, and Hilux as well. So you, you know we love our Japanese cars here, and and it, it really shines because if we would have taken some some leaf out of the out of the Japanese book, which Ford tried, which Ford kind of delved into with the laser and stuff, and like yeah, the, and like the and the smaller and cars. Um, because they were in the in the um in the Telstar, which they were which they were in which they were in the they were building in the Homebush plant, but they ended up importing afterwards. Um, they would they would have you know if if they would have said okay well we're going to use your technology just just to build them here yeah you know they could have saved could have saved a lot of jobs but in the, at the end of the day they, I mean I mean I don't know much about this but could they have gone to Mazda and said hey we can manufacture your cars here instead of you importing them well at the time. Ford had a big stake in Mazda. Mm. I think. I think. Um, I'm pretty sure. Like, they're still pretty much in bed together. Yeah. But um, like they don't have as big a stake as they used to. Um, because because during the GFC, Ford pretty much sold everyone off. Yeah. Um, to survive. So, um, what they what they did. Um, but back, basically back in the 80s, they uh, they shared they they shared parts. So so they shared platforms. So they were like to 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 Mazda. Um, what can we use as our new small car? Because we're not going to be taking the escort from the, from the UK anymore, from, you know, from uh, Europe anymore. They're like, well, we can give you the, the three two three, mm-hmm. and you call it whatever you want to call it, and it's pretty, it pretty much identical, just with a few different body panels and bad badging. And that was built here, so that pretty much all the tooling and stuff was sent here, and like and like and we learned the German way. Uh, sorry, the um the the Japanese way of of their of their we learned we learned their technology and and uh, I was watching a documentary and the guys like we learned so much from that exercise how the Japanese yeah. were building cars so efficiently and with quality that um that we like we changed the way we started building cars mm. and you know if if, that, if that's not a wake up call to, to to the world you know at the, uh, in the 80s yeah 
it, it should have it should have woke him up way before then and said we, we should just keep doing that you yeah know? like taking the leaf out of your book and do it here yeah i mean i was reading uh japan in the 80s and 90s had uh i think it's like an r&d uh r&d like revolution yep and they called it what do they call it uh hyper design and hyper equipment okay and so they just went you know nuts with all the electronics and you know just innovating with all that stuff and you yep. can still see that you know today um and uh i think you know like you said a lot of people are learning from that and i was glad to hear i think a couple of weeks ago that um the R&D department of uh, Ford is still staying in Australia? Yeah, it is. It is. So I'm hoping yeah. that even if the cars aren't built here, there's still that going to be that R&D, you know, technology revolution that stays in Australia and that, you know, people will be driving Australian cars just built, you know, somewhere else. And and look, and, and that's right because, you know, Ford here um, does a lot of stuff for Australasia. Mm. So basically... Like, the, for example, the Ranger was designed here. It's built in Thailand, yeah? But um, the Ranger and the Everest and all that, even like the Falcon, obviously, but um, well, their R&D, the way they drive is really good. And for them to be picked up all over the world, it's, you know, we're selling the cars, fair enough, they're not built here, but, excuse me, our design teams and our, and our you know, you're right, our R&D yeah. and, and our general ability is really, really good. Yeah. It's just we went about it too, too little too late. Mm. And whereas the Japanese during the 80s were just going nuts, you yeah. know, and, and they'll, they'll be in cars way, way beyond what anything we could, we could have dreamt about. So at the end of the day, we're going to keep our, we're going to keep our R&D here, but the, it's not going to be built here. Mm. So for, for example, like the, the Mazda BT50 is the same as the Ford Ranger and, and the, the underpinnings and all that was pretty much designed here. So, Japan and Japan and Ford and like Australia, especially especially Ford, will still have that connection. But um, like other companies like Holden, because they're General Motors, um, their smaller cars like from Korea and and, and yeah. Europe, they're not going to have that 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 R and D kind of thing like like they used to because they were just importing cars and or having the Commodore. Yeah. And because they haven't really connected in other aspects, like like they've still got their R and D teams. Yeah. It's not going to be as strong. Hopefully they don't lose that, you know, just because now we'd be purely importing everything. Yeah. So hopefully they don't lose that spark that, that helped the Japanese in the 80s and 90s. Well, at the end of the day, um, if you look at your modern-day Commodore, it's a great car. Mm. It is a fantastic car. You know, it's the latest incarnation is better than the Falcon, yeah. hands down. Um, and it just it's a testament to how good our how yeah, design and stuff. I, I don't think I've ever heard you say a good thing about Holden <laughs> over Ford. <laughs> no, a, v, a VF Commodore is a great car. Um, you know, drivability, <laughs> drivability wise, it's, that's the first uh, car talk. Uh, car, his, talk car talk first history <laughs> history being made. Well, it's a generation ahead because because obviously the Falcon was dying out, so they they didn't bother to redo it. You know, put it for the new generation. Whereas the the Commodore, they just said, "Oh, we'll give you one more." It's it's a step ahead of the Falcon. I'm, I'm not going to deny that, but um, over time it's been pretty much level peakings here and there. Yeah. It's it's tit for tat, it's kind of back and forward. Like someone's done better, someone's done better. But um, you know, but with the Japanese, they've always just been better than everybody. Mm. And you know, I was, I was speaking to you on off air about this. Um, the rotary, the the rotary engine, basically was was um was I think it was designed by uh, NSU. I'm pretty sure it was a, it was a German company. Um, and the car won car of the year when it first came out, but the engines weren't, weren't lasting. They were, they were blowing up and, yeah. or, and, and just, you know, the apex seals and just, just getting blown out and, and not lasting. 
Um, and it, these were German cars, yeah, like supposed to be really solid cars. The Japanese said, okay, well, because pretty much everyone gave up on that engine, like, oh, well, this, it's not going to work. Mm. Um, so they were like, you know what? Screw it. We'll see if we can do it. And they 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 really pioneered um, rotary technology with the with their RX range, you know, especially when like you know, like the Mazda RX seven, yeah, RX three Capellas, you know, all, all that stuff. Um, I'd say legendary cars by now. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Way legendary. Like um, <laughs> um, everyone knows what a rotary is. Every, yeah. Everyone knows what, especially what a Mazda RX seven is. So even if you don't know RX threes and RX twos, um, but. At the end of the day, people know what people know what an you know what a what a um what, what a rotary is, and they made them reliable, mm. and you know, no no one else could do it. Yeah. So and that just shows how good the Japs were. That's the thing. Like after World War Two, the Japanese you know didn't have the the strength to to make their own cars, so they would just copy European cars, you know, especially German cars. Yeah. And you know, by the sixties, they were like completely innovating off that base. So it's the same with the rotary engine. Yep. And, you know, I'm hoping in the future that there's more stuff like that we can just, like, uh, you know, collaborate and keep keep moving forward and, and making things bigger and better on top of what's come before and not just kind of stall where we are. Yeah, like, I think I think everyone in the automotive, like anyone in the automotive world really wants that to happen. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's 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 good to see. You know, it's competition. It's it's exciting. You know, mm. it's it's it, it it keeps us petrol heads going. Yeah. Really. Uh, I, I have no purpose on this. Earth. Gives you a radio show. <laughs> it gives me a radio show. Gives you a purpose for your radio show. <laughs> <laughs> it gives me a reason to to be talking crap on a on a, on a Tuesday <laughs> night. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, you have to, you have to take into account in comp- these are multi. Multi-billion dollar corporations, yeah. and you know, it's they're, they're the decision makers at the end of the day. But um, having said that, you know, after the after the war as well, like, like they were copying a lot of like you know Chevrolet small block engines, and yeah. and, and just they're copying everybody, mm. but they were getting it right, yeah. and, and 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 that's where and that's where the people started taking. The notice. Soviets were making copies as well. Those yeah. didn't work out <laughs> very well. <laughs> Not as well, but I mean, I mean, look at the Lada. It, it went for like, what sixty years. <laughs> <laughs> um, we yeah. should actually we should have a show on Soviet cars. That would be a just a laugh. It'd be a good laugh. I, I think I think I think I think the next time we get you on, we'll, we'll have to have, we'll have to talk about Soviet the Soviet cars. Good look, they've had some interesting stuff. I'm not not going to deny that. Um, but yeah, no, de- definitely with the Japanese cars though, um, they've been they're just to me they're one step ahead. Yeah, like, like as as far ahead as, as the Germans are with their like technology. Because as I was speaking about last week. Um, for example, in, in, a, in a Mercedes S Class, in, in what that car has in ten years, your normal car will have. Yeah, your normal car will have, but the Japanese will make it reliable. Yeah, and, and now affordable as affordable. well. Affordable is. I, th- I think I was talking last time, like the the electronics side of it. You know, the innovations they made unparalleled for, for yeah for affordable prices, like for for family cars, for you know everyday use. I mean, stuff that you'd only find in luxury cars is in, you know, your typical Mazda. Yep, yep, yeah, and, and that's why that's why Mazda, and especially Toyota as well. Your, was your Camry was fully op- option, fully wasn't option, it? Ninety one, yeah. ninety one, beautiful. It was like it was like driving a twenty fifteen car. Yeah. that just looked like a bit of a box. Yeah, it, it was. <laughs> yeah, and it drove well. It, it drove like new, uh, like towards the end of its life, and it, it had like three hundred thousand kilometers. Yeah. Um, this is a, a, if you're just joining us, this is the Camry appreciation show. <laughs> <laughs> Camrys aren't all that bad. Yeah, Camrys get a bad rap all over the world, but like they're being all oh, they're boring, this, that, and the other. But you know what? A Camry is actually not a bad car. <laughs> um, and I, they're gonna be like, oh, how can you call yourself a car if you like a Camry? But you know, 
Uh, all cars. Like if you love car, car lover, you love all cars. That's exactly right. And um, and well, we we we're here to love cars on the, on the show. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here talking about this on a damn old Tuesday night. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like that camera had technology coming out of its backside. And, yeah. You know, and back in ninety one, and like well, I was speaking last time I had you on, we talked about that Lexus LS four hundred. Mm-hmm. That car had the, had an engine, right? Had <laughs> had the four liter V eight, yeah, quad cam V eight. It was the only engine at the time that was approved, like for, like in autom- automotive use and in aviation use. It was the engine was that over engineered and those, that and that well designed. Those Japanese know what they're doing. <laughs> they, they do, and and to, to this day, like those engines are still really popular. Like and as a secondhand like aftermarket drop in because because yeah. you know they're just they were just over engineered to, to the point of insanity that they're just never going to break. That's crazy. As, and when the when the Japs get on something, like they get on something, yeah. so they they don't really they don't they muck do around. It right, yeah. They do it right. They don't muck around, which is um which is I think it's good because at the end of the day, if you look, my grandmother for, for example, yeah, um, she's had one two, she's had she's had she's had two Camrys over the last twenty years. Mm. She's had one, and, you know, went forever, and it was still like brand new when she sold it, and, and got a got a got a new one, you yeah. know, upgraded. Her husband. Had Hiluxes yeah. for you know had well, Hilux w- Top Gear proved that it was like indestructible. Indestructible, exactly right. Yeah, and and he, he had one after the other, and he just you know, took him bush bashing everything. Yeah, super reliable cars. Yeah. And 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 I'll, I'm like to him, oh, like yeah, because when I was younger, I'm like, oh, why didn't you get a Ford? They're like, well, why would we change? Because we, we, we Toyotas just do everything yeah, right. Exactly. And and if if that's you know. And that's the case when 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 you're doing something right, you don't have to change. You know? I guess that's one of the main reasons we just couldn't compete in Australia yeah. with our industry. So it's like we're not, you know, the government's not always to blame. We're not always to blame. It's just you know sometimes Japanese are better. Yeah, well, they <laughs> all are. the time. Yeah. they're better. <laughs> look, at, look at the end of the day, like we've got some fantastic cars here, and yeah, and look, you know, look, your, your average, you know. Your Falcons a cab and it'll do like a million Ks. Yeah. And, you know, and police cars. Police cars and the Commodores are police cars and cabs and stuff as well. But have you noticed on the roads now, you know, because since Ford's pretty much dying out, mm. what, are the, what are the new cabs? They're all Toyotas, they're all, they're all Camrys. Yeah, I've seen Prius cabs Prius, as well. Prius cabs as well. So yeah. it's like a changing of the guard, I think, to be honest with you. Because, like, you know, like, well, we all know that, the, you know, the, the old Fords and Commodores will do like a million Ks, you know, like, like you know, especially the Ford 4 liter. Yeah. We'll do like a million. We'll tick over and keep going, but we're seeing now because obviously the industry is going changing. Like, well, we're not going to be able to use Fords anymore. They're, they're going to be gone. Mm. What, what's the next reliable source? A Camry. So they're going to they they went they got they really yep. Yeah, so they they car every every second taxi I see now is like legit a Camry. It was like rare to see a Camry taxi or any other besides a Ford as a, as a as a yeah. Cam- I mean that's a good choice. It is a good choice, and you know, at the end of the day, like I've I've barely ever seen one, but I've seen it's in a cab broken down. So I've, I've just looked it up now. In Japan, the police use uh, Nissan GTR, Subaru Impreza, Honda NSX, and Mazda RX eights for their for police. police cars. Yeah. So I mean, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you would you wouldn't expect to see that here. Yeah. No, you, 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 the, you the, the cops will be uh, called hoons. They'll be calling themselves hoons. They'll be arresting themselves. themselves. They'll be crushing their own cars. <laughs> but you know, but before we go to a break, I'll tell you a quick story. Um, during the VT in uh, AU state, like late nineties, early two thousands, yeah, um, they had Commodores as like you know, uh, you know, as their and, and Falcons as their um, as their hop, you know, pursuit cars and stuff, Highway Patrol. 
Anyway, um, WRXs were around that time, mm-hmm. and um, they couldn't catch them. No. So, what do you? Th- what was the next step? You think they took? They started you, using you WRXs, yeah. WRXs to catch the cops, so to, to, to catch the to, to catch the crims. So, can That's exactly right. So, that is a true story. The, the old five leaders just couldn't keep up with the with the nimble um, all wheel drive Rex. So, uh, that's why they got a cop following anyway. Rexes. So, mm, I like them. That's the, if I if I can get one after this Mazda, I'll get a, a, a Rexy. Rexes are cool, they're, and they're they're an, they're an awesome car. Like Alan's been on the show for you. Yeah, he loves his. So. Mm. It's a nice, nice looking car. Nice, nice everything. And they drive so well. Like, yeah. They're fantastic to drive. Look, we're going to go to a break. Um, Money up on nine Northwest FM. You're back on Car Talk with Matty J. Um, still, still joined the studio by James, James J, James Squared, James. What, what has he been called? Um, uh, Stir Fry. Uh, yeah, JJ. JJ uh, Mac. I think I can't remember. <laughs> what what other. What other nicknames? <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> I don't even know. The Mac, the Mac, <laughs> the, the Mac Daddy. Um, yeah. So um, move, move out a bit because we, we could talk about Japanese. Oh, we could cars go on forever and ever and ever. But again, we've only got an hour segment. So um, electric cars—they are coming with a vengeance, mm-hmm. especially uh, under the pioneering of, of Tesla recently. Tesla is the only like moving force behind. You know, proper infrastructure structure to support electric cars. Yep. The, you know, other than them, like you know, if, if it wasn't for them, we'd you know, the electric car just would have died straight away. They they would be an irrelevancy, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and having said that, though, like they've really comes on come on leaps and bounds. Like the the cars aren't cheap. That's yeah. That's one of the problems. The other problems that I was mentioned to you when I when I said you know we should talk about electric cars is they are all ugly. Yep. The only like okay looking ones are some of the Tesla ones. Yep. But you know they're hundred grand uh, plus. Hundred fifty more. And you know just the I mean the Prius is just the the ugliest stupidest thing. Well, the Prius is still technically a hybrid. So, uh, a hybrid, yeah. yeah. So, I guess um, we should say this is also some hybrids that's thrown in there because you know there yep. aren't a lot of like straight up electric cars. Yep. Um, I just like to point out that the Nissan Leaf is the ugliest car I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it has this like little nose flap where you put the, the charger, charger in, yeah. and I'm just like, "What Nissan? Please!" I mean, we've been talking about how good Japanese cars are, and they just they they really blew it on that one. Uh, on, on on the Leaf, and have you seen, you seen the, the Mitsubishi iMeve? I, I or I can't, I can't oh yeah, it, it looks like a um a smart car. Yeah, but it's, it's just this ugly little bug. <laughs> Not even. I don't even know what it is. A gnat. It's like short. No, it's it's like wait. So it's it's like tall and tall and um, tall and thin. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a a weird looking car, but um, but that's another electric car. Mm. But having said that, like those are the cheaper ones, or cheaper. Like they're still quite expensive. But then you you look at you look at your Teslas, which which are really quite a nice car. And they're kind of ridiculous with the with the big power they're putting out. Yeah. Like like they they got um some some have got what's called ludicrous mode. Have you heard about the ludicrous mode? Uh, I don't think so. So, so basically, well, ludicrous, ludicrous mode is it's like yeah, you have to have like good charge and like there's a few things to do before you can do it. Yeah, but it can make you launch because with an electric car, you've got torque straight away. You, oh, it's you, already because yeah, it's already backed up. It's, it's like click your fingers like le- legit. Yeah, torque's there. It's like turning a light switch on. Whereas in a as in a, uh, a combustion engine, you know, it has to build. It has to build up, or you know, it, it's got it's got a certain torque point. This has got torque straight. Away. So, um, so basically, what ludicrous mode is. You know Nissan GDI, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know it's got like a launch control. It's like launches to to a zero to one hundred like two two point nine seconds or something. Yeah. This electric car that weighs you know 
how a lot with the batteries can do it in pretty much the same time, if not faster. That's pretty impressive. It's, it's insane. It's in, cause they put all their power to all, all the yeah. different wheels because all their wheels have got, you know, got an engine. And just they got they hit you know they charge and they they hit so hard because yeah. it's just the torque, and you've got a, you've got an absolute rocket ship. I mean, you mentioned electric cars and you know car lovers go, oh, they you know they're crap. You can't you know you can't race in them. <laughs> you know how you know you can't be seen in one of them. You look like an idiot. But you know, <laughs> I think Tesla's proving that you know they're Hopefully, in the future, the you know electric cars will be just as cool as. I mean, nothing's going to be as cool as just a giant gas guzzler. I yeah. mean, like I said, the the Mustang, the death, the death trap is part of the charm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, Mad Max wouldn't be the same if you had to like stop and you know wind up a, a electric battery. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had to stop at a Tesla charging station. Yeah. <laughs> and he had to and wait charge around. up the charge up the interceptor. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, hopefully, because you know things are changing, and um, hopefully in the future, you know, more motor enthusiasts will be more open to. The idea of having electric cars. I mean, even like an electric. I think there, there's a, there's not a hybrid Mustang, is there? No, no, there's not. But the, the, but they're they're making they're making their way, you know, towards that. I think. Well, hybrids are pretty much mainstream now. Everyone, everyone yeah, everyone's um like every, every company's done one. Pretty much every company, but like yeah, yeah. like the, they're, they're, everyone's kind of on the hybrid technology. But you know what though? This is not this is not the re- this is not like the first bit of, of um of electric cars. Electric cars were around a long time ago. Hundred years ago they started. Hundred years ago, and they came back. I think in the oh, gee, like they they tried, they tried to really come back. I think it was in the seventies or yeah. 80s. There was like a green green movement. Yeah. Anyway, basically, it got it got kind of shut down by the fuel companies because yeah, obviously they they want to make their money. Um, but having said that, they're starting to make a comeback, and like like Tesla's obviously in a bazillion dollars worth of debt. But mm. they're going to be releasing some more affordable cars, yeah, to complement their really expensive cars. Because well, pretty much all their money's gone towards is des- designing and you know, and stuff. Yeah. So they're not, they're not really making money yet. What are, they what will are, make, they will, they're going to be a powerhouse very shortly. Yeah, once they've got their, their new cars coming up. But what I really like about Tesla is like they're trying to initiate change. They are, and yeah. you know, make make a discussion instead of just going, "Hey, we're going to make a car and make a gajillion dollars." Yeah. And one one of the things I like that they did, they um. They released their patents for like the electric, you know, technology that they use, the All engine right. technology. So like, if you want to build a Tesla engine in your garage, that is legal. You can do it. They, 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 they've released the patent to, to public use. That's awesome. So, I mean, that's really interesting. Like, um, uh, they, it's like open source sharing of technology. Yeah. So, you know, any, you know, and I think that's good for the future because, I mean, you can imagine if, uh, you know, 50 years ago or whenever, when the computer was starting to become more in use, yep. uh, if someone, you know, patent, patented in it and, you know, only a few companies were allowed to use or sell it, I mean... They'd have the monopoly. This, this world would be uh, just nowhere. We wouldn't have the internet, we wouldn't have lots of things. So I think it's interesting, you know, and a good thing for the future is if more more people... Um, not just companies, but just people on their own, just doing their own research and stuff, can just, you know, take technology and run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I completely sorry to something that I completely agree with you there because giving that technology to, to other people is just saying, look, look, you know, you can do it as well. You, you yeah. can be part of this change. It's like we not we might not be thinking of it, but you might, or you know, the kid who's only five five years old now. And when he's older, he might he might come up with it. So yeah. if everything was behind lock and key, and yeah, nothing's going to change. Yeah. But if if you go, 
I guess it's the same sort of like with Japanese cars. If they never got hold of the rotary engine, we wouldn't have the RX-7. Exactly, exactly so, right, yeah. You know, if some, if some guy in his garage didn't ever got hold of um, the Tesla, you know, plans... Blueprints and all we that, We might yeah. not, in the future, not, might not have, uh, you know... You know, something we desperately need. The cure for cancer could be there. I mean, who knows? I mean, that's a bit far, but you know. <laughs> there probably is a cure for cancer. And we, just, we just don't know about it. Pharmaceutical companies. Or something, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, we need to change. And yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's hitting that point. Look, look I'm, I love the combustion engine. I think everyone else that mm. loves a car loves a combustion engine. The sound is a major factor of why people don't like electric cars as it, well. It is. It is. Like, like, and it's, and it, it, it is weird. Like, I, I was in the city, um, I was at city at uni and um, I was on Swanson Street. Mm. And anyway, I, I just hear, and I, I turn around, like, it was the most quietest buzz, yeah. but then it, it was, it was a Tesla. It was, yeah. it was a P90, well, D, whatever it was. I, I can't remember the exact model it was, but, um, it just, just drove past. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I pretty much just heard tire noise and, um, and just, you know, the, yeah, the, the, buzz. Little, the, the little buzz. And it is odd. They, yeah, I it think... It is an odd feel. It's an odd sensation. I know they've been, like, working on, like, making artificial, like, en- combustion engine sounds that come from, like, electric cars. Yeah. So, it's just, like, a speaker that... <laughs> so, like... And, I mean, people have been saying it's, like, safer because you can hear the car coming from around the corner and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that... In the future, we probably that people will think that's silly, but now it's, like, you know, we're trying to make the, uh, the electric car more... Uh, accessible and you know more favorable so i mean it's my interesting idea for now it is it is and then look, look at the end of the day um just the same thing with like the hybrids and that like when, when they're coming to a stop and like when they're in bumper you, you kind of you just hear the electric motors run yeah and it, it is it is a weird it's like if you if you're just driving around your back streets and, and you, you you can't hear the car coming you you, you if you, a kid rolls his ball across yeah. the, the, the road and and Gets hit. You, you won't hear a couple. Th- th- these are some of the um, the reasons why people are like, well, maybe it's not the best thing. Maybe mm. we need to do something different. I've also heard like uh, I haven't done it myself, but uh, and I've heard from people who've drove the Prius that sometimes when you put your foot down to you know get, you know get going, give it the beans. Yeah, you, you don't hear anything, and so you're kind of like wondering if the engine's still on, <laughs> and then you like hesitate, and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa what's going on? Yeah. So that's it's like yes, it's dangerous for pedestrians, but also the driver has no idea what's going on either. Well, yeah, it's 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 a bit odd, and it's just like they're very odd to drive, especially if you've never driven one. Mm. Having said that, though, I think um, like General Motors with the Volt. uh, I don't know if you have. Yeah, yeah, the Chevy Volt and the the Holden Volt Volt, Volt, too. Yeah, yeah. it's it's been it's been they didn't sell a lot here because they were expensive. Mm. But it was a great it's a great idea, and it's. it's, that's a, it's, that's it's an okay looking one because it just looks like a Holden, you know. It kind of it kind of looks like a Holden Cruise, yeah. really. Um, but but basically, um, how that worked is like you had a, you had good range on your electric motor, and you also had your if you wanted to go long distance, mm. your your you know, your petrol engine. Yeah. So if you ever got caught out, you just chuck your petrol engine on, yeah. and you're right. Which which is that, that's how it should be. Like, it's it's not it's given the performance of both of both worlds, not not with a hybrid Prius kind of thing where yeah. where it's like comes on and it changes. One or the other. So, so, so technically, you can run that car on no fuel for like ever if you really wanted yeah. to. I think uh, for now, that's the way to go until we get the infrastructure pro- properly put in. Yep. I mean, that's the only way to do it because, you know, a lot of people, you know, you don't want to be driving and not have a way to charge. And, I mean, there are like Tesla's put out the um, supercharger yeah, stations, stations yeah. which apparently charge in 30 minutes. 
Um, but you know, that's mainly like a US thing. I, there's, I don't think there's many here at all. I don't think there's many here, but um, but they're on their way. Like as I said, yeah, Tesla's on a move in a big way. Yeah. So once I mean, Tesla's the moving force behind this, and once they get more, you know, charging stations and stuff out, then hopefully there'll be a bigger push. Um, you know, for more electric cars and shit, because they don't, yeah, they don't sell well here. Even dealers don't want to buy them to yeah. sell. Like they're just very. And they're they're still a bit awkward, but we'll get to that after. We're going to go to a quick break, final break of the night. And it's a good way to end the night, actually. It's uh, that's, that's the end of the show for tonight. Um, thanks for coming on again, James. Oh, I had a lot of fun. We um we opened up a lot of questions there. Um, you know, especially especially with um with uh, electric cars. Yeah, I think uh, one of the things I'll just quickly touch on. I yeah. don't think I said like. You know, with so, you know solar energy and electric car, you know, if you put the infrastructure in, that creates a new industry, which creates new jobs. So we've lost the auto industry in Australia. Now it's time to get other industries. So you know, we need uh, that. You know, Tesla's just uh, built a factory in the, the Nevada desert, uh, Gigafactory One, oh, well, which okay. produces all their uh, batteries for their oh, well, cars. Cool. So I'm like, why can't we do that in the Aussie deserts out here? So that that'll create you know more jobs and industry in the future. Yeah. And uh, so once we get that infrastructure in, who knows what'll happen? It's the big, future is uh, unknown and bright. It is. It is. Um, and hopefully we can wake up to ourselves and realize that. Yeah. It's. Um, it's. It's. It is the future. It's happening. It's, yeah. It has to happen sometimes. So. You know, at the end of the day, we're going to run out of oil. It, might, it won't be in our lifetime. Probably won't be in our kids' lifetime. But mm. it, it'll. It's going to happen. So. We're gonna to have to start doing things now. Look, it's um, it's eight o'clock. We're we're gonna sign off for tonight. I'll just give a quick shout out to um, to Doctor Rock. He gives gives me, gives me a shout out. So you know, I always have time to give him a shout out. So on his show on a Tuesday night, for it's called For Your Pleasure, and um, on on his on his show on Thursday night with Fitzy, the Thursday Waffle. Um, and sh- shout out to all our listeners as well. Like you know, we're getting a good fan base all over all over um, all over. You know, so we've got some listeners in America now. Yeah. So, um, shout out to you guys, but um, listen to our podcast as well. Yeah. If you if you've missed an episode, listen to our podcast. It's on Shout Engine. I um I upload it every week to our Facebook page. Give our Facebook page a like. It's Car Talk with Matty Jage. Look it up. It'll come up on there. Um, it's just a steering wheel with a logo. It's pretty <laughs> simple to find. But yeah, get on there and um and listen to our podcast if you if you if you need to catch up because we've had some we've had some great discussions on the show. But um yeah, just thank you to all our listeners as well. You know um it's if. You know, the encouragement is what's what makes me do this show from you guys. So, so thank you. Um, and yeah, just um, uh, and thanks to you, James, help me out on the weekend. You've you you helped me out quite a bit. So. Oh yeah, no, all good, man. I'm so, glad everything went well. Yeah, thanks, pal. All good. Well, um, I'll sign off for tonight. Thanks again, James, and um, I will see you guys next week. Take it easy.